Greg and Josh are not paid critics. They are not experts, nor do they claim to be. They are just two nerds that love to talk about internet shows. However, they're still going to tell you about what they think. So sit down, relax, and enjoy the latest episode of All Queued Up. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of All Queued Up. It's a special episode because uh, Josh isn't home. Josh is not in his house. I am not, and I have not uh, been. Would you like... Oh, yeah. I'm... Would you like to let them know what you're doing? I'm in a hospital. Yeah, but there's a special reason. That's right, because... It's cool. Guess what? Guess who's got two feet again? This guy. <laughs> You can't see it, but he used his thumbs. I guarantee it. No, actually, he didn't. I was actually kicking my stumpy right. little leg. Um, But, yeah, I got my prosthetic uh, Tuesday. They called me Monday, and they said be here at 1 o'clock uh, on uh, Tuesday, and we'll get the process started. And, whew, what a whirlwind week it has been. But, yeah, it's currently uh october 4th it's thursday and i'm recording from a hospital room that's it's it's a lot cooler than it sounds uh regardless the hospital room being straight up a hospital room and not what i assumed was like a makeshift uh apartment or what a hotel room would look like no it's a yeah yeah it's, it's a hospital room <laughs> yeah and when they told me they had a state-of-the-art um rehab facility well, they oversold it a bit. They have they have <laughs> some wonderful things in there though that are really allowing me to get some serious work in. But man, uh, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, when I took my first steps yesterday, after four and a half months, I just about broke down crying. Uh, I really did. It was. I yeah, I don't blame you on that one. It was amazing. Um, it just felt good, you know, and I'm working my ass off in there. Uh, I only get to have three hours of therapy a day, but they said, bring whatever you need from home to make it feel like home the best you can. I said, I do three podcasts a week and I'm, this is recording week. And they said, well, you know, bring it. And I'm sitting here thinking, well, they're not going to allow me to hardwire, but I do have a wireless um, uh, wireless Bluetooth or USB network adapter. So I am on their internet right now. <laughs> yeah, the benefit of this podcast is that we record individual audio on Audacity and then mix it together. Or Josh does that. Um yep. And, uh, so, so the quality will still be solid. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's exciting. I'm, I'm happy for you, man. Like I, I'm, I'm really, dude, I'm really stoked to know that you're, you're getting, getting on your two feet again. Yeah. And actually having two feet, one might not be real, but you know, the guy that built the prosthetic, his name's Craig. He's, he's cool as hell. He's been really helping me out, like keeping an eye on how I'm walking watching my form, watching my gait, uh, asking me how it fits, how it feels. And, you know, of course, i got to communicate back to him so he'll know if what he's seeing lines up with what should be happening. And, 
you know, he made some adjustments to it on the first day that they fit me with it. You know, when I stood up and it felt good to stand up, but I didn't actually walk on it. Uh, they wouldn't let me do that yet. Um, but when I was actually walking on it yesterday, after the first hour, I noticed that there was this one place it was digging into my thigh. And I said, ow, that's going to bruise if that's not adjusted. So he came in and he looked and he made some tweaks to it, adjusted it, and boom, no pain since. I mean, the guy is a master at his craft. He is a true fucking artiste, as they say. And uh, he's like he's like the uh, the 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 Michelangelo of prosthetics is. I mean, that took me a second to come up with a weird analogy, and I apologize to everybody listening. No, no. He he's he's awesome, man. <laughs> I I get what you're saying, but he's been cool, and the the therapists that I've been working with, they've been awesome. Uh, you know, my nurses, they've been great. Even though I don't really feel like I'm an actual patient, but for some reason I couldn't bring my own medications from home. They have to dispense them to me. But other than the hours I'm actually scheduled for my three hours of therapy a day, I can do whatever I want. So, you know, I brought my PC. I brought my recording equipment. I got my USB interface, my broadcast headset. I brought I brought some uh, Gundam kits. And last night, we I was actually able to appear on an episode of Off the Runner with uh, Chris and Dalton last night. And, uh, you know, tomorrow night we'll uh, record MPSP Theater. And we've got a major announcement for that show, uh, which will be, if you're listening to this today, then tonight, October 5th. Yeah. Tune in at 9 p.m. Eastern on YouTube. Um, but yeah, enough about that. I'm I'm excited. I'm happy as shit. It feels so good to be walking again. And man, my, my quads and my glutes are so sore right now but in the best way imaginable uh it's just yeah it's, i imagine so it feels great so yeah i'm 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 broadcasting from a hotel from a hotel awesome. uh from a hospital hospital <laughs> not a hotel well if you're if you're new to the podcast welcome um uh my name is greg yep this is josh that's me uh we uh, what we do on this show, we don't normally talk about Josh's hospital visits. We talk about two Netflix shows or Hulu Plus, Amazon Prime, YouTube Red, what have you. YouTube Premium um, now. Yeah, I just realized I was like, yeah, they just changed it to Premium. They just uh, out of the blue, they're just like, well, you know what? We're just not going to be YouTube Red. We're just going to be YouTube Premium. It's like it's easier to say yeah. Red. It rolled off the tongue easier. Thanks, YouTube. Yeah, I was like, the 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 service didn't really change, just the name did, yeah. but. Um, but what we do is we watch two shows in their entirety, meaning if it's 13 episodes, we watch all 13. Uh, the, the reason that we do that is because we don't feel like some of these shows deserve a good review unless they are viewed in their entirety. Um, so then we review them. We talk about them. Then we give grades. Like we're teachers that came in late to a school semester and we don't know what we're talking about. Um, that's a terrible joke. And I apologize to all teachers. Uh, Shout out to my man, said, Sam. He's a teacher. <laughs> oh, there you go. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, this week, uh, or this episode, I should say, we are going to be talking about the Dragon Prince and Maniac. The, uh, 
and Maniac, which is, uh, I believe it's a limited series. So there's, this is going to be the only season of the show. The only. Well, that was the initial statement, but now the original writer said that the other person, the co-creator, said that they might continue later on, but he wouldn't be a part of it. But it is an open door for him to continue on. But yeah. I could see I could see more like like kind of like a Black Mirror sort of thing. Like each season is an anthology that deals with that, but we'll mm-hmm. get into that when we talk about that show, because before we're gonna start with Dragon Prince, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Let's do that. Um, Let's start with the Dragon Prince. So um I'm gonna hit Start there. All right, Josh, go ahead and give a quick synopsis of The Dragon Prince, would you please? Well, it is an animated series. It is a fantasy-based series. And it's set in a world where humans and elves are in conflict and have been for roughly a thousand years. Basically, the humans, uh, everybody was living in harmony and... The elves were able to use, like, the six branches of magic, you know, like sun, moon, ocean, earth, uh, fire, and wind, I think it was, something like that. And then the humans discovered dark magic, which actually sucked the life force out of all living things around. So something had to die in order for it to be used. And the elves, they didn't like that too much. So they said, stop, you mean humans. And the humans says, make me. And then the humans went out and they killed the dragon king that protected all the lands. And the elves were kind of driven to one side of the continent and the humans to the other side. And they've been in eternal conflict ever since. And the elves want revenge because the humans supposedly destroyed the only heir to the dragon king his egg that would have bore the dragon prince. And that's pretty much where our story begins on that backstory. Yeah. And it opens up, you know, a thousand years have passed. There is a king of this one human kingdom. Uh, The name escapes me off of the top of my head. But his name is King Harrow. And he has two sons. The older son is artistic. His name is Callum. And he is his younger brother is Ezrin. And apparently it's just the king and the two sons. The queen seems to have passed away. And the older son is actually a half-brother. He's a stepson to the king. But the king sees him and loves him like he was his own. And, you know... uh. That's them. The other side, the elves, they are, it opens up, they're sending in a team of assassin elves into the kingdom to assassinate the king in the middle of the night. And we don't know what the rest of the plan is at first, but it's supposed to be retribution for destroying, for killing the elven king the Dragon King for the Elves and destroying the Dragon Prince. They want retribution, so it's easily safe to assume they want to kill the King and the Prince. But yeah, that's how it opens up. And I'm going to tell you, I enjoyed the shit out of this series. Yeah, it's uh, it's a lot of fun. Um, it was. I mean, that's 
in in every way, shape, or form, it's a lot of fun. I will say this though, it, there's a part of me. I, did you ever? Did you watch all of um, Last Airbender? I've never seen the Last Airbender. Okay, and we're talking about the cartoon series, not the. I'm talking shit about. Shyamalan I'm movie. talking about both. I know the movie got just was a terrible, terrible adaptation, and let me I know let me give the, you I, a quick. I know the animated series is beloved. Let me give you a quick reason, and this is early on, uh, why the M. Night movie doesn't work where the cartoon does. Mm-hmm. The uh, There are four nations. Each nation has a sense they can control that element. Earth, wind, fire, and water. Mm-hmm. The Earth Nation are a bunch of um, very strong, independent people. They have fought off the Fire Nation for however many years the Avatar's been missing. And every time that they are confronted by the uh, Fire Nation, they fight. They fight back every single time. So there is a uh, a prison for Earthbenders that is out in the middle of the ocean made of metal, where they can't Earthbend. Okay, I'm following. Makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. That makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. In the M. Night movie, they're just told not to Earthbend. Until an 11-year-old shows up who happens to be the Avatar says, you guys should fight. And then they fight. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So, but the reason I mention Avatar is because one of the producers and I believe writers of the, of the show. So not the creators of Avatar Last Airbender, but people who worked on Avatar worked on this. And... Um, there's a lot that shows. So first off, one of the main characters of Avatar Last Airbender is Sokka. Mm-hmm. His voice actor does Callum. Okay. And I could hear Sokka in Callum, like, quite a bit. Um, even his, like, personality is very similar. Um, which I enjoyed, but there's that part of me that feels like if it, if I, it, it seemed too similar. Like mm. the showrunners were just kind of like, "Hey, you remember? You remember? Remember I last Airbender? Remember how would you like that? Look at this. <laughs> I, 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 that's what it felt like." Um, and and the the you know the three of them, the three main characters, kind of teaming up and getting to know one another seemed very similar to Last Airbender because Sokka and and. Katara are brother and sister, while the Avatar is, you know, kind of different than them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's a lot of similarities, a lot of similarities. Where the show, where the shows differ quite significantly, is the theming. Mm-hmm. You know, Last Airbender is about Aang and company trying to save the world from a tyrannical leader of one of the nations. Yeah. This is different. This is just two races warring against one another. And yeah, and one elf who sees that the humans didn't want to war and discovered that the, hey, the egg wasn't destroyed, it's alive, and they want to return it in person to the elves and end the war. They just want to stop all yeah. the fighting. Which is which I is awesome. Yeah. Because that that's a huge difference between the two. Is like, yes, Aang in Last Airbender, he is a he was a monk, uh, a peaceful monk. Uh, of, of airbenders and um uh but the but the, the issue with the show is that he still has to fight frequently through all three seasons he still has to battle he still has to 
be more than 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 that. Like he's trying to bring peace, but the show is a bit more violent than this show, mm-hmm. where the three characters have to use their wit over fighting. Mm-hmm. Um, not to say that the characters in Last Evan didn't have to use their wit. It's just it, there's a there's a different dynamic there. But that to me is what makes the show more fun than maybe not more fun, but a different kind of fun than last airbender. Yeah. I'm only comparing the two because that's how they advertised it. And I think it's fair to do that. Yeah. I see that as, as its own individual entity, it's really good. And I'm really happy to hear that you liked it. Cause I was, I was kind of curious on how somebody who doesn't have that connection to last airbender would have enjoyed it. Dude. I love fantasy style stuff. You know, I love playing D and D. You know, I've got, I mean, half of the tattoos on my body are of dragons in some sort of fashion. So, yeah, I eat this shit up. I loved it. (laughs) Oh, and the spoiler alert, the dragon prince himself is fucking adorable. Yeah, yeah. He absolutely is. That is Um, true. But yeah, this this show, it was a lot of fun. I mean, you know, you have these two kids who well the older one Callum he realizes that their dad is probably dead but he doesn't tell Ezra that and he suspects it but he doesn't he you know he they never learn yeah your dad was killed and you don't see right. how he is killed you just see that he was killed right um, so there's a lot of unanswered questions because it looks like his advisor, and was supposedly his best friend, was a dark mage, and, you know, he's kind of trying to take over. And it's just, there's a lot of yeah behind-the-scenes power struggles going on that are fascinating to follow. You know, uh, what, what was his mage? Soren? No, Soren was his son. Um, yeah, Soren, Soren and uh, Claudia was uh, his daughter. Say, Claudia, thank you. Yeah, Viren. Viren is the, the Viren is, the, is technically the villain of the show. Technically, yeah. And oh, that's, even... that's something else I should mention. I should mention about like the the comparisons between Avatar and the show. Um, in Avatar, the the antagonists aren't necessarily villains. Yeah, nine times out of ten, they are the kids of the Fire Lord. Who are following orders. Yeah. Um, and uh, to me, Viren and Claudia are awesome characters. I fucking adore them. Um, but they're not the villains. Oh, you, in any you way, mean shape, Soren or and Claudia. Viren. Did I say Viren? Yeah, Sorry. Viren. Yeah, Soren and, Soren and Claudia. Yeah, I like them and I love their dynamic. And, you know, I like their relationship between with Callum. You know? Yeah. And I was like, wow. And now they've been ordered to... You know, he's secretly Capture been able to pretty much make sure they don't come back alive. And she, you know, joking fashion says, well, you know, um, what if it came down to get the egg or let Soren die? And then, you know, she's yeah. like, it was a joke, Dad. Lighten up. And she's on her way out of the room. He's like, the egg, of course. Always the egg. And she's like, oh, wow. So now she's like conflicted about what she should do. It's just the way he manipulates his own children, and he's just a 
the kind of dirtbag that you can see his evil genius and love to hate him. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, it, it's it's a really clever way to make the villain basically like Jafar, um, where he's you know he's a, he's at the king's side. He's he was a trusted advisor for so long, but you know he you know absolute power corrupts absolutely, and I I love that theming. Mm-hmm. So I'm really excited to see where the show goes, and because it's te- this is technically part one of season one. Yes, yes. Um, and all these uh, are but, titled, you know, like book, the moon, chapter one, whatever, chapter two through nine. You know, they're nine yeah. episodes. They're about 24 minutes runtime on the average. Uh, it's a really digestible watch. I watched it over the course of one night and one afternoon. It's also super relaxing. It is. Like I, the the music's fun. The animation is beautiful. the The characters yeah. are fun and just, you know, these three characters that are thrust together that have no reason to trust each other, learning to do so. Uh, it was really, really, really well done. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I. I, I um. I really enjoyed a lot of the characters that were brought in throughout the show, even if they were for one episode, like the guy who had the the fire dagger. Oh, the um, yeah, yeah, the sunblade. That was... yeah, he was he was a fun character to watch for like a moment. Mm-hmm. The girl with the with the with the wolf dog, mm-hmm. who like that was really fun. I loved her. Um, There's just a lot of little things like that that I think the show does really well and very cleverly. Uh, just interjecting new characters that have a specific dynamic that really work. But like I said, you know, the, what makes the show so relaxing is that it's kind of just a bunch of adolescents trying to do something bigger than themselves. And it's, it's a very, I don't want to say methodical journey because it's a fun journey, but it's also not one that like, it's not Lord of the Rings heavy handed. Yeah. It's it feels a lot less it feels a lot lighter in that regard. And I think that to me, watching it and looking at the animation and how gorgeous everything is, like I just felt at ease watching it. So it's just it's it's like if you're having a rough day or something like that, just pop this show on because you'll feel better. Yeah, it's it's a lot of uh, fun and it's something you could sit down if you have kids. You can sit down with your kids and enjoy it together. You can sit down and watch it too, as yes. a family. It's family friendly, but it doesn't ever come across. Yeah, there are a couple of goofy jokes here and there, but it doesn't come across as dumbed down kind of humor, you know. And they even throw some well, classic dad jokes in there. Uh, it's just, yeah, what's really clever about those dad jokes or those those moments is that the other characters kind of acknowledge it as that's kind of a bad joke, but charming in a yeah, way. Yeah, exactly. I, the, so. the, this show has a little bit for a, a, pretty much everybody. It's an all-around really good show. Yeah. Um, any other final thoughts before we uh, give it a grade? No, no. I just, uh, I, I think I've covered everything I wanted to say. I don't want to give too much away about it. <laughs> yeah, same here. Um, uh, well, I'll go first on the grade. Um, I'm going to give it an, an A minus. Okay. Um, reason is just to, just before, you know, we, we, we kind of built the show up a lot and I, I want to throw out a couple things that I, I think need to, need to be improved. Um, I'm not a, the world's biggest fan of like this slight choppy, a, uh, animation style. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I get that they're trying to make it look like it's a 2D animated thing, but it is 3D animated, and you can tell the difference. Yeah. Uh, or at least I can tell the difference. I really, really just liked how that felt, especially when there's some scenes where it feels a lot smoother than others. Yeah. Um. Uh. But uh, but it's not totally distracting. It's not like the worst fucking thing you've ever seen. Uh, there are a few moments through the show that are uh like trudging through fucking thick mud like it, it feels like let's move on let's go past this part because good great um hmm. but those those parts are few and far in between especially in a show that's 20 minutes per episode um so it's not too bad uh but the biggest i think the biggest thing that i really want the part two of season one i want it to be more of of a of a uh separation from last airbender i saw way 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 too many similarities mm-hmm. um not saying that that's a bad thing or, or well, i guess i kind of am saying it's a bad thing i'm only saying it's a bad thing in regards so i want the show to have its own identity yeah and right now i feel like it's sharing part of its identity with the show that keeps being advertised with it mm-hmm. um and i see the similarities i want it to be its own thing i want it to be i want it to have its own breath um and and i really really hope that it it does that so because of those little things i'm that's why that's why i get an a minus but that's still i mean in my opinion it's still a good grade yeah yeah, absolutely uh Uh, josh what what grade would you get i I, I was gonna actually say a b plus i mean oh wow well i mean why am i always just slightly higher than you or slightly lower than you i don't know i don't know (laughs) but you know, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was great. I wanted more. Uh, there were a couple of things that I felt kept it from getting an A. Um, I think the episode count, while it is only nine episodes, and I know they're trying to save some mystery for us, um, I think just a little bit more reveal, a little bit more exposition, and in some places could have helped a little bit. It, but they weren't too withholding from it, so I'm not going to hold that against them. But, I, you know, it was a really, really solid, fun, enjoyable watch. And I love the setting. I like what they're doing. I love the fact that, you know, Rayla the elf, she's got this uh, band on her hand, and that it's slowly constricting and tightening and getting tighter and tighter and it's starting to affect her hand it's cutting off circulation she's losing her abilities with it and you know it's because she has chosen to not fulfill her duty to kill Ezrin and she's like you're my friend I'm happy I met you and I'm okay with losing a hand as long as you're in this world you know, it shows how powerful that a bond of friendship can be when you make those great bonds of friendship. You know, it's like, so what if I lose a hand as long as I get to know you and you're still here? That's awesome. I love what that says. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, this show is is really, really good. I mean, it's just just not quite on an A level for me, but, oh, absolutely worth recommending you go out of your way to watch, especially if you, you yeah. know, got... Because I, I think I honestly think I think part two of season one is going to be fucking phenomenal. I think I so. Really do. I really think so too. But definitely check it out, especially if you've got you know uh, kids or if you just you know enjoy watching animated series. Uh, you know, sit down and watch it together as a family and see what they think. Let us know 
on the All Cued Up Discussions page on Facebook what you think about the Dragon Prince. Yeah. yeah. Every every episode we put uh we well Josh does because I'm lazy as hell. Um but we we want we want to hear from you guys. So we have two different things on the discussion page. Uh plus uh we're we're always open to any other social media so when we post the new episode going up on Instagram, let us know there. Uh, on Twitter, let us know there. Just do, I mean, any, any, we want to hear what you guys thought of the shows as well. Um, cause there's been a lot of people who've listened to the episode and they totally disagree with us. And it's really, really cool to hear a differing opinion in that fashion. So, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, um, you know, I, I gushed over Lost in Space. And my friend Sky, he absolutely did not care for lost in space because you know he is an he's an engineer and he's like the science and it was all wrong and i couldn't wrap my head around it and it just took me out of the show so when yeah. and you know that's not saying his opinion is wrong and ours is right at all i'm glad Absolutely. that he chimes in on things like that uh on the discussions you know yeah. let us know what you think we really enjoy hearing that because here's the thing we are generally, and most of these things that we review, we're just referring to our opinions as casual viewers. You know, yep. unless it's something that I'm going to know diehard a lot about, like mm, toys that made us or something like that. You know, I'm just viewing it with a fresh set of eyes, like most people. You know, I just, uh, and we like talking to you guys about what you think. And, you know, we're okay yeah. with being told that we are. Incorrect in our assessments. It's okay. Or yeah, if if we if we miss something, or if there's a way that we didn't quite look at it, how somebody else might look at it, like that that's something that we really genuinely we enjoy reading. So at least I do. I can't speak for Josh directly, but um. Anywho, yeah, I love it. I love the interactions. Um, yeah, but yeah, speaking uh, speaking with interactions before we get into maniac. Okay. Remember, we had we got... an announcement on our last episode. Oh, yeah, that's right. And I forgot about I completely forgot about that. Yeah, go ahead. Well, there were some emails sent in to us. Uh, and, you know, some of them were listeners that I know. Some of them were listeners I wasn't even aware of, and that's great. Um, you know, we asked, tell us your shirt size. Tell us two things. What you like about the show, what you dislike about the show. And, you know, there's this one guy here. He says, you know, I, I, love, I love the debates you guys get into sometimes. And how sometimes you're unabashedly brutal on the bad shows, but in a fair way. But sometimes you guys do get into circular arguments. So try to watch out for that, because we have done that a few times. Um, yeah. But keep up the excellent work. I listen on every to every episode on Radio Public, because I know you guys... Get a little bit of uh, cha-ching for your trebles when listening to on that format. So, thank you to uh, Forrest C. for that one. And, let's see, let's check out this one listener. She's like, well, you know what? This is going to be my wordcast where I'm reviewing it. And me and my kids all listen to you guys. She's oh, wow. like, yeah. She said, uh, my kids listen to it. They they love that, that you guys, you know, joke around with each other 
Um, you're relatable. You give us pieces of your real life. And, you know, it makes, when we relate that information, it makes the, our opinions seem more valid in that way. It's like we're not coming across as paid shills. Uh, and, you know, give them some good content to recommend to watch. So they really enjoyed that. And they like the fact that, you know, we interact with others on the discussion groups. And they just recently discussed, joined the discussion group since the last episode. So, you know, shout out to uh, Kara M. and her family for that. Yeah, it really, I, I, I thank you for the kind words. I mean, I, I, uh, I didn't know that that's how, uh, that I'm, I'm flabbergasted. It's briefly, it's, it's, uh, I've been doing stuff like podcasting and streaming and, and YouTube videos for such a long time. It's not often that I get feedback all the time, especially with, uh, well, hi. What's up, motorbike, motorcycle? <laughs> I forgot to close my window. That's okay. Um, well, it gets hot in California. It does. It's well, it's not too bad, but it does get hot. Um, so when I hear nice, nice things like that about the show, um, or constructive criticism, I, I'm, I'm, in a sense, speechless because I just, I, it feels good. It feels good is what I'm trying to say. Thank you. Yeah. Another listener said. Uh, you know, there's too many things that I like about the show to uh, list them all. But if I had one dislike, it's because you guys aren't globally famous yet. And you know what? The way to help us do that is if you enjoy the show, I want you to tell two friends that you enjoy the show. Tell two of your friends. Say, hey, I listen to these guys. We enjoy it. But yeah. Now, before the show... I took all the entries from both email and messages. Some people didn't email. They actually messaged, but that's okay. Uh, did you have any other entries? You didn't have any on I did. No, okay. I didn't. Okay. So, I didn't think you did. But, I'm, you know, I'm the one that checks the email and everything. So, I did a drawing. I used a... Um, the website I used is called, God, I don't even remember the name of it. Anyway, <laughs> I put in all the names, I drew it, and the user, the, the user, the listener, that one, an all queued up shirt is Carlene D. I'm not going to announce anybody's last names on the air, but congratulations. She is an avid listener of the show. She listens on iTunes. Um, she's been listening to us since episode one, actually. So she's been with us the entire year ride. And, you know, so Fantastic. somebody that's actually been with us since the first episode that is a listener, you know, that's it's great to know that we've had a listener that has been with us that long and listens to every episode. And just our way of giving back to you, uh, I'll message you later, get with you for what size shirt you need, and we'll get that squared away. But thanks, everybody, for the kind words. And, you know, we'll try to watch out for those circular arguments more in the future. Uh, I don't think we've gotten too yeah. bad about that in a while. I know that was an early thing. 
we did that a few I times. I try to be really, really self-conscious about how I speak because uh, one of the criticisms I've always gotten about anything that I've ever done where I talk, I do too much detail. Way too much. I'm, a, I'm the Stephen King of talking. And, um, oh boy, I hope that joke wasn't as ridiculous as I, as I said it. No, no. Uh, it was a Cyclopean-level joke. And if you've ever read Stephen King, you know his love of the word Cyclopean. <laughs> I love Stephen King's storytelling. Hate reading his novels. Oh, um, well, I love reading But that them. being said, I tried to be more self-conscious. And the fact that somebody has actually said to me that we have circular arguments, I'm going to be way more self-conscious on that. <laughs> well, I just, I just appreciate getting feedback and constructive criticism. You know, yeah, I, I love the fact that, you know, people are being entertained by us. And, you know, the the staff here at the hospital, the nurses and the therapists and uh, Craig, the, the the gentleman who constructed my prosthetic, the prosthesist, and if I butchered that pronunciation, Craig, I apologize. But, uh, you know, they were really interested, you know, they've been popping in the room like, so what are you doing? Like last night I was building a Gundam model on off the runner. Like, what are you doing? It's like, I'm building them on YouTube right now. And, so like, come in and check it out. I'm like, no, 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 I don't want to interrupt. And so, like, in the halls and everything, when I've been going for, like, little walks with my walker, because I have to use a walker because I still can't put my full weight on the prosthetic yet. But I'm getting there, and it's feeling better and stronger every day. But uh, they're just stopping me, and they're saying, hey, what is it that you do on YouTube? And it's like, well, I do several things on YouTube, but also we've got a website. And I just happen to have the foresight to bring some business cards for allcuteuppodcast.com with us. And I've been passing them out to nurses and doctors and therapists and everything here at the hospital. So, you know, we might have some new fans uh, after this week. Who knows? But, you know, they've they've all been awesome to me and a lot of fun. And, you know, I, I like to give them... They play for a hard time, but, you know, at the same time, when it comes to get serious, they've seen me putting in some serious work in here. And yeah, just shout out to my medical team, man, for helping me get on two feet again. Absolutely. Great feel. Do you want to talk about Maniac now? I do want to talk about Maniac. Enough about me. <laughs> um, so... Uh, if you want to give a synopsis on Maniac, go ahead, but it's kind of hard. <laughs> no, not I mean, at all. This is the most simplistic show I've ever seen in my life. I mean, it's just, just okay. yeah. I mean, let, let's, let's make the synopsis as simple as possible, just to, because right. this is going to be a bit of a deep dive show. Maniac. It's an American psychological dark comedy drama web television miniseries. Huh? Apparently, it's based on a Norwegian television series of the same name, uh, but it has been created by Patrick Somerville, directed by Kerry Joji Fukunaga. Um, it follows basically two strangers who connect during a mind-bending pharmaceutical trial. That's the simplest way to be summed up. Two complete strangers, and starring Emma Stone, Jonah Hill, Justin Thoreau. Uh, Sonoya Mizuno, Gabriel Byrne, and Sally Field. And that's a powerful ensemble cast right there. <clears throat> now, Jonah Hill, he plays Owen Milgram. 
He has been... He is the youngest son of a very wealthy New York uh, industrialist, and he apparently has struggled his entire life with disputed diagnosis, with a disputed diagnosis of schizophrenia. Um, Emma Stone, she's played, she plays Annie Landsberg. Um, She's basically just disaffected and aimless. She's fixated on broken relationships with her mother and her sister. Uh, she smokes about 800 packs of cigarettes in this show. <laughs> I swear to God, yeah. man. I thought this was like a commercial for, you know, smoking for a minute. It's like, hey, smoke. Now, back to viewing. Oh, hey, it's time to smoke again. Okay, back to viewing. <laughs> I was like, wow. <laughs> Viewers are going to get, you know... Secondhand screen lung cancer or something. It's crazy. But no, aside from that joking around, it was a very interesting series. Uh, Owen checks in to this for this radical new kind of pharmaceutical treatment that is supposed to basically cure anything in the mind. And she just likes taking the drug that triggers the first stage of these things. Because apparently it turns out that when she does take it, she relives the final times she had with her sister, who tragically died when they were having a fight. Um, and... It's the hardest thing in the world for her, but you, she reveals that she keeps reliving it over and over and over again because she still gets to be there with her sister. So her mind is tortured. Owen's mind is tortured because he doesn't know what's real and what's not. You know, and he's seeing her everywhere. And this world that they have built, it was a very interesting world. It's like present-day, near-futuristic um but there's enough visual differences to know it's like, okay, that's not current society, but it could be. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like the whole uh, yeah, yeah. rent-a-buddy or rent-a-friend, whatever it is. You know, it's like, oh, you want a friend to come and hang out with you? And, you know, people are stand-in friends that you can order online and you can have conversations with. And I'm just like, Wow. Well, the whole the whole aesthetic of this show seemed very retro future, but yes, on a very minor scale. Yes, like not re- like not retro future, like like Sky Captain and the World of Tomorrow. No, no, I get what you're uh, saying. Yeah, like like the, all the all the computers and the tech look like they were from the '80s, but all the uh, lingo and the way that science had advanced was like 2050. Yeah, like it was, it was really like I really loved that aesthetic because it was. It was also was not in your face. They just, this stuff was just there. Yeah, it's just stuff going um, on in the background or stuff as, you know, so, in passing. So we're going we're gonna to talk about the mental illnesses of the, of the show because those are a major component to why this story was told. Yes. Um, and to me, there's two, there's two major illness, mental illnesses that are present two huge ones a first one is depression Mm -hmm. you have uh um emma stone's character who is 
manically depressed because of what happened to her and her sister, uh, how she grew up with her family. And then you have, um, uh, Jonah Hill. What kind of Jonah Hill? Thank you. I wanted to say Seth Rogen. I was like, that's not him. You have Jonah Hill who is, who, who suffers from psychosis. Um, everything that he experiences is straight up psychosis. Yeah. Um, you know, he talks about the blip, mm-hmm. you know, having a, a moment of, of insanity essentially. And him struggling to figure out what is and isn't real. Mm-hmm. So fucking fascinating to watch because when he's struggling to figure out what is and isn't real, you as the audience are trying to figure out what is and isn't real. Yeah, exactly. Because you're seeing everything he sees. Yeah. It's really clever in that regard. Um, but on top of that, on top of the two very strong, uh, mental illnesses, the other characters in the show also suffer from mental illnesses that, I kind of wish they went a little bit more into. Oh, especially uh, Mental Ray. Uh, Justin Thoreau's yeah. character, Dr. James Mental Ray. Whoo, wow. <laughs> His introduction, yeah, it, that was funny. You know, when she goes um, and finds him in his apartment. And he's in the yeah. virtual reality. <laughs> Well, you know, a, a huge component to the suffering of mental illnesses, especially in this show, has a lot to do with how you grow up and your parents and your family and things like that. Mm-hmm. And um, in some cases, uh, especially with John Hill's character, like with psychosis, it's not necessarily his family that causes it. It's just his family has has refusal to help. Yes. His family could give two shits. Oh, they're terrible um, to him. Yeah. Uh, there's a great allegory with, you know, Sally Field's character, which, by the way, she's in the show, which was fantastic. Mm-hmm. And um, James Mantleray, which that actor, I can't think of his name. Justin but he, I Thoreau. fucking love him. It's Justin Thoreau. Okay. Yeah. He was also God. he was also in um, Mute that we covered not too long ago. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, we've talked about how Mute's shining thing is its acting, and that's about it. Um, and even that wasn't enough to save it for a minute. It really wasn't. But anyway, <clears throat> we digress. Uh, you know, his whole thing of, like, he he is a, a genius, and he, he's created this pill that could potentially save millions of lives by helping with these mental illnesses. But his mother, who is a, who is supposed to be a psychologist, is not only an awful mother, but kind of an awful psychologist. She's so Doctor Phil. She yeah, is so Doctor Phil, and at the and because of that, because of her pop psychology, as he refers to it, that's why he went into the field to create this treatment, and you know that was his whole motivation. To yeah. basically ruin her way of life and bettering everybody yeah, and, else's. And yeah, it was it was really it was really interesting to see that. And then there's the there's Emma Stones, who is arguably her depression is caused by her family. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, like it, it could stem directly from that. Uh, but I think there was an even stronger overarching theme that wasn't explicitly directly told to you, but I felt it. And maybe it's because I do suffer from a mental illness, anxiety and depression. Mm-hmm. Um, just to kind of overshare with you guys there. Um, and, and how I feel about how not only the world reacts to mental illnesses, but also how our government reacts to mental illnesses. I felt like that was a theme of the show, like the overarching theme of the show. Oh, absolutely. Um, just, just the overbearing, not giving a shit, our elected officials, like if it's not a physical problem, if it's not a physical injury, it doesn't matter. Um, everything in this show, if you look at a surface level, and I think you might agree with me on this, Josh, if you look at it a surface level, surface level, it's a, it's a bunch of people having problems who are trying to find a solution. And it's kind of funny, mm-hmm. but under the, under that fucking veil, man, under that veil, good Lord, there's a thousand and one messages just, just all over the place. And I think that's what connected me with the show so much was I was just like, yes, this is a, this is a great message. But I think at the other end of the spectrum, like, are those messages going to reach an audience? Hmm. Is this going to be a, is this going to be a Wes Anderson situation where there's a, there's an underlining message in this dark comedy that people aren't going to pick up on? I think that's a very good possibility. I really do. Um, I don't know. I've, 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 uh, kidnapped this conversation, so I don't know if you have any other inputs to, I just thought it was really fascinating, you know, how, uh, when they took the A pill, the A pill made them relive their most terrible traumas. And then when they took the B pill, it was supposed to show them things. And yeah. once they take the B pill and it shows them different things, for some reason, Owen and Annie are always appearing. They're connected in every single possible reality. You know, they show up as a married couple in like the late 80s in one. And then they show up like back in, I don't know, what would you say, the 30s, somewhere in there. Uh, they're uh, like running, yeah. they're running like heists back in the thirties, you know, they were married then. And then, you know, he, he's in another scenario. He is, uh, he's responsible for abs- accidentally killing an alien and she shows up to save him. And it's crazy how they were always intertwined and connected, but it was enjoyable to see. You know, one scenario, uh, she is with her sister, but her sister is an elf, and she's an elf. And she's a drunken elf, and it was funny as hell, actually. Uh, And he's trying to get to her because he realizes that, you know, they can connect, and he can break over, and he can find her. He's figured that out. It was just really fascinating stuff. 
Uh, yeah. I would, I would honestly say the, the funniest stuff to me was Jonah Hill as this, like, bad gangster with a terrible gangster father. Oh, yeah. Um, and then, and then like, uh, yeah, and the, and the, and the fantasy-based stuff. Like, that stuff was really funny because everyone else is speaking with a slight English accent, and she's just, like, still like, well, the fucking thing over here! Yeah. <laughs> so, like, that, that, like, just... That uh, 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 disposition, disposition, um, juxtaposition was really funny to me. Yeah, yeah, I really love that. You know, especially when she's like out in the woods and she's doing something. And all of a sudden, arrows start flying towards her, and she's pinned. And she's like, "Oh shit!" And she's trying to fire back, and it's obviously like some shitty little bow and arrow. And she's trying to fight back, and then she's like, "My flask!" And then it takes an arrow and just pierces the flask. She's like, "Oh damn it!" He's just funny as yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I legitimately like. I laughed out loud uh, in Jonah Hill's part for that section where he's in the hotel room with with the girl that he's trying to get with, mm-hmm. who's supposed to marry his marry this other guy who's supposed to be a cop. It turns out his brother, whatever. It's a whole fucking mixture of bullshit. Um, but but the dude walks in, shoots her, shoots the black guy, and then or his guard, I guess I should say. And then, um, and then immediately, like, that dude comes in and fucking cuts the other dude in half with a goddamn shotgun. Yeah. I could not help but laugh. Yeah, it was the, so fucking funny. The way that injuries and violence are portrayed is over the top. And obviously not, yeah. you know, what would really happen. So that was. Well, arguably, like the 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 way the violence happened in that scene was supposed to be indicative to how, um, how disjointed his mind was to what was going on. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It was yeah, like that's that's what's so clever about this show is that you you'll see a moment of dark comedy and you'll laugh and you'll be like ah ha ha that was that was funny, but at the end of the day, it's it's meant to represent something. It's mm-hmm. not just meant to be funny. But um. There's just, there's so, like I said, there's so many layers to the show. Yeah, it is absolutely a deep show that you really need to pay attention to. Absolutely. I I remember I was going to passively watch it, play video games while watching it, and there's an opening scene where it's it's with Jonah Hill, um, and he's dealing with his psychosis and seeing things, and he doesn't know which is real and all that kind of stuff. And I started noticing that it wasn't just, it wasn't just like direct scenes. But there was stuff around him that you were supposed to pay attention to. I went, nope, <laughs> not going to passively watch this show. So it's just it's it's so really it's clever. It's so fucking clever. Yeah, yeah. And like, like uh, you know, in the very first episode, uh, she's you know she's turned away from somewhere, and then she's walking by this office building and there's stuff that's being cleaned out and she's trying to pick it up. And this little security guard, he's there. He's like, hey, hey, you can't take that stuff. She's like, you're not a real cop. He said, you know, close enough or something like that. And he shows up several other times as some type of law enforcement official uh, and all the dreams and says something similar. Uh, so I thought that was cool how some recurring characters would show up in similar roles. Yeah. It was a nice touch. It just kind of helped to weave everything together. And it is very intricately woven together. Absolutely. 
some would say, a tapestry of mental health issues. Um, I don't know why I said it that way, because it's... Well, I guess you would... Not, not the best... I don't know. <laughs> it's it's okay. It's just it's it's a good show, and the reason and they, I keep saying it's a good show because it's a it's a good show on different levels. Mm-hmm. Like it's not just it's not just your typical dark comedy. No, it's, it is not. There's messages and there's little things here and there that you got to pay attention to. You got to see, and then there's uh, left and right things, just like, um, you know, the first time, like. Here's a big question for you, Josh. Here's a huge question for you. Is the whole movie real, or was it just a psychosis uh, trip from Jonah Hill's character? I mean, it was ambiguous enough to where that could be a possibility. Yep. That's what's so... I fucking love that shit. Like, I love that it's ambiguous in that. Uh, there's even the ending moment, like, between the credits. Like, there's a little scene that kind of goes like, was it real? Like I, but like it could be. It just took totally just, I, I, good show. I can't talk good enough about it. I, I, I again, and I love that. Uh, I can't think of the actor's name. I want to say his last name is Wontanabe, but um, the guy, the the Japanese guy who was running the project before. Oh, uh, uh Robert Miyamoto. That was the that was the project director's name uh his actual uh, because i love that actor too yeah what is it um you had to do this but the scene that you had to do this yeah no i'm 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 pulling up on imdb right now yeah but that 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 first off i love that actor and he he was hilarious um it's Rome Con- Con- or Conda. I must be thinking of a different actor then. I know I've seen him a bunch of stuff because he's he's awesome. But oh, that okay. He okay. He's he's been. Sorry, I'm looking at his his IMDb and he's just in a lot of things oh, I've seen. Rome Conda, yeah. He was a host on a lot of uh, Japanese game shows yeah. too. But um, yeah, his scene, his 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 death scene was so fucking funny. Oh yeah, yeah. Which is also a question of like, was that real? Like it it. it... Here's what I want. Here's what I want our audience to do before we give our grades, Josh. Here's what I want our audience to do: watch the show. Please watch the show. You give us your impression. Because I think the beautiful thing about this show is that Josh and I are giving what we saw. And we're doing our best. But the show is so layered and cryptic that literally anybody could see something different. Anybody could see a different message. I want to know what you guys thought. I honestly, truly, truly want to know what you guys saw in the show. What the message was to you. Um... If you listen to this whole review and you get to this point and you're like, well, I haven't watched the show yet, but I listened to what you guys said and it might impact it, so be it. I think that this show, where it's going to shine, where it's going to be something special for years to come, is how brilliantly artistic it is, but in the regards of how 
different, everyone could see it. That makes sense, Trash? Yeah, yeah. I mean, okay. everybody's going to take away their own their own uh, interpretation, you know, because it is open and, 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 it, is, it is ambiguous. It's like, okay, did it real? Did that really happen? Did it really end that way? Yeah, let us know. But not just ambiguous in the ending. It's also like, well, every single thing, every single moment could be. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 That's what I mean. I mean, it is. Yeah. Every yeah every moment can be interpreted differently. So that's yeah. That's that's what I that's what I was getting at, and you said it differently, and I was just, my brain was like, ah, I don't uh, what? No. Yeah. So words are hard. I know. Because I'm. I'm stupid sometimes, guys. <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, <laughs> but um, we should definitely give our grades. Uh, since I went first with uh, Dragon Prince, why don't you go ahead and uh, give your grade on this one, Josh? I'm going to give it a... I don't know. I really didn't like it, man. Uh, I'm going to give it a D-. minus. Are you... Are you... Is this... Am I having a moment of psychosis? What's happening no, here? I was just kidding. Uh, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. I enjoyed it a lot, but <laughs> I don't give it a D minus. I was kidding. That was a joke. I'll give you a D minus. Uh, I don't know what that means. I don't, I don't either. Know. I don't either. But, <laughs> no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it an A. It's, it's a solid show. It's a very enjoyable show. It's a deep show. There is a lot here. There's a lot going on. I really think it deserves to be watched more than once. I mean, and you know, watching it a second time, you might come away thinking something completely different from your first impression. Uh, but it's it's well casted, it's well written, it's a good digestible length. It's ten episodes. They're about thirty minutes on the average, thirty five. Some of them are a little bit longer, but. Yeah, it's definitely worth checking out. It's getting hot for a reason. Uh, the casting and the acting alone is reason enough to watch it. I love uh, Emma Stone in anything. And, you know, her and Jonah Hill, you know, their first show, the first thing they ever did together, to my knowledge, was, uh, you know, about a decade ago now. What was that movie called? Uh, Superbad? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was uh, it was uh, cool to see them paired up again, and in a completely different dynamic. And I really liked that. But yeah, yeah. Um, I actually give it the same grade, an A. Uh, I. Well, the way you were touting, I thought you were going to blow your load there and give it an A plus. But okay. Well, I mean, because uh, I give it an A and not an A plus because I do feel that there are, um. There are things that get dragged out in the show uh, uh, from time to time, and I get why it's there, but it's also kind of boring, just narratively, not necessary to the, you know, um, but I, I get why it's there. Mm -hmm. um, I thought it was really funny, the whole bit when they were like a... Uh, like a middle class family, and he had a like it was the eighties, and he had a mullet and all that shit. Yeah, wearing a Warren Moon jersey from the Houston Oilers. Uh. I thought it was really really funny. I just felt it 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 went on too long, like because it's it's your first it's your first foray into this 
total recall esque thing that's going thing that's going on. Wow, are you from and, here all um, of a sudden? Say what now? Are you from here all of a sudden saying thing like that? No, no, I, I heard you. I was just trying to do your little like uh, what now? Oh no, you're supposed to say say what your, now? Your phrase that you say the. Uh, Oh, the who's this on the what now? No, 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 no. It's it's something simple. It's something that you don't even think about when you say it. Because instead of saying what or huh, you say you say something else, and oh. it uh, it always makes me laugh because it's oh, super southern. Do what now? That one. Do what now? Yeah, there you go. Do what do now? Do what now? Yeah. Because that's not that's not a, that's not a Californian thing whatsoever. No, no. But you know what it is? Hella. <laughs> Right, so I hella like the show, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, yeah. There's just there's just like that whole bit. I think lasted too long, and for me, I was just kind of like, "Is this all in their head? What what the fuck is happening here?" And it wasn't until the end of the episode I was like that I it kind of like the dots started connecting. And I again, I get why they did that. I just felt like it could have been done a little bit differently. Or there are moments where like. When when it when it turns into that, they keep going between this dream world and reality, mm-hmm. or quote unquote reality. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, just stick stick to one, stick to one, and we'll follow that narrative. We don't have to switch between because it's really jarring. So those are those are the little things that I was just like, eh, not for me. Um. Uh. But other than that, like I, I, I thoroughly, really, really enjoy the show. An A is nothing to shake a stick at. Like, no, no. We've said on here before, if, if we give something an A, it's pretty damned good, and we think it's worth it's not a perfect show. No, no. That's yeah. So, but it's fucking damn close. It's pretty damn good, yeah. Um. All right. But uh, yeah, guys. Yeah, that was. Uh, I mean, two solid, solid shows. So, um, next episode. We are going to be talking about something that is uh, we wanted to talk about during uh, American Vandals episode, but unfortunately, the timing you know, comes just out wasn't later. there. Yeah, uh, Big Mouth season two, um, which I'm very excited for. Oh yeah, me too. Uh, and and uh, and another animated show, adult animated show that uh, Josh has already watched. Oh. I haven't, but I want to, and I feel like the only shows that I watch on Netflix are the ones review because I'm busy now. Yeah. Um, we're gonna do Paradise PD, Paradise uh, PD, which came out very recently, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it's been out for about a month now, but it's yeah, totally worth checking out. Oh wait, <laughs> I mean, what? I don't know. Hey, everybody out there, that's what we're gonna watch <laughs> next. Go watch Paradise PD and um, a Big Mouth season two, which premieres today on Netflix. Yeah, and yep. you're up for the next episode, so you can join in the discussions with us uh, when we release that in two weeks. Yep. So let's go ahead and do our. Uh, where are you at? <laughs> our, yeah, our, where where you at? Where where do stuff with us? Um. You follow me on Twitter at Chubrockie. You follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Chubrockie, but I'm not active there, so Twitter is where you want to find me. Um. Mainly because that's where I advertise where I'm going live on Twitter, whether it be the Mission Star podcast page, which, by the way, we have changed the name of the Twitch channel to Mission underscore underscore start. We would like to just have Mission Star, but somebody else has that. They have not streamed on the channel ever, so hopefully that we can get that eventually. Um, uh, you can also find me on my personal channel, which is uh, Chub Rock Geek. 
uh, I try to label everything Chub Rock Geek just because that's a kind of like a, uh, what do you call that, uh, branding. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, other than that, that's, uh, I mean, you can also follow uh, the Mission Start YouTube page, which I believe we are now just Mission Start on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, and I do, uh, I try, I'm trying to get more reviews up there. I'm supposed to do a review of Messenger soon. Um, and then I'm going to try to do some more reviews of different games that I get to play. Uh, if any of that sounds like your interest, it sounds like up your alley. Like I said, follow me on Twitter. Cause that's where I'm going to advertise that I've got something new going on. Um, but Josh, where can they find you? Man, I'm everywhere. <laughs> uh, well, let's see. First of all, you can find me on Twitter as N Sabanur one nine seven six. That's E N S A B. A-H-N-U-R-1976. On uh, Twitch, t- twitch.tv slash nsabanur76. Same spelling, just drop the 19. Uh, you can find me on Facebook as my regular name, and you'll find me uh, heavily involved and active with the Realm of Collectors community on Facebook. And also catch me on two other shows. One, it's just a random show, and it depends on whoever's hosting that night. Uh, but it's called Off the Runner, where we build model kits and talk about modeling and just general life stuff and BS. And the other show, Friday nights, live at 9 p.m. on MPSP Theater, uh, on on that YouTube channel as well, where we talk about various things in pop culture, video games movies, other entertainment, and uh, sometimes toy collecting. You know, it's just uh, a little all over the place, me and the guys on that show, and we have a lot of fun doing that. Uh, And, uh, you know, I'm in the hospital right now, but hopefully I'll be getting out in the next couple of days. You know, they're saying Tuesday. I'm trying to push to make sure my body's ready and able to get out of here by Saturday, so we'll see what happens. But just once again, thanks everyone for the past year and here's looking forward to you know greater things to come this coming year it's been a wild ride and i'm happy to be happy to have been part of this and every step of the way it means a lot to me thanks for having me on this wild ride man absolutely i'm 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 glad that we're still doing the podcast i'm glad that you're uh you're one of my closest friends, Josh. I'm just going to fucking Ooh, throw yeah. it out there. Like I, I, yeah. I feel like anytime I'm having any kind of troubles in my mind, I can talk to you and you're, you're and, and, and I feel like vice versa. Yeah. Anytime you're having troubles, you can, you can come to me and we can, we're there for each other. Uh, this podcast has been a weird way of therapy. I think for both of us. <laughs> yeah. I've had my physical therapy uh, already today. And I guess I needed some mental therapy. <laughs> well, it's relaxed. You know, it, it's relaxing for us to to oh, get God, together yeah. and talk about these shows, and 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 I, I love it. I absolutely love it. I wish I could get back to doing the video game podcast because that was also a way for me to feel better. But guys, um, again, next next episode is going to be Big Mouth Season Two and um, Paradise PD. Paradise PD. Uh, congratulations to our winner, uh, which I don't remember your name because I don't have it in front of me. Josh, what was Carlene? Carlene. Carlene. Yes. Congratulations, Carlene. Yep. Thank you for listening. Thank you for the kind words. Everybody, thank you for the kind words. We're very much appreciated. Um, I'm going to make sure those circular arguments stay at a minimum. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, um, 
it, it's it's fun. Uh, you know, we just did our year episode. This is the first episode after a year, and I can't wait to do another whole year of the show and more. Um, and more. Yeah, I mean, keep doing it until we can't. That's that's my motto. Exactly. Um, but uh, but yeah, guys, uh, thank you again for joining us, and we will see you next time. Take care, everybody.